Hey guys, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and on this episode, we have comedian Lisa Alvarado joining us. She's hilarious. Also riding shotgun, the no longer pregnant voice of reason, Maggie DePaulo. If you haven't already, please, please subscribe to this podcast. I know I keep saying that, but if you're listening right now, just hit the subscribe button. Even if it's your first time listening, you never know. You might love this podcast. Just because you subscribe doesn't mean you pay shit. You don't have to pay anything. It just gives you updates when the new one comes out every week and you could ignore it. It's up to you. If you haven't reviewed us, review us. If you haven't reviewed us in the last six months, review us. It only takes a few of you to give us five-star reviews and just moves us up in the rankings. It helps so much. It keeps this podcast free so I don't have to go and get a job or start charging you guys and going back to my law firm and suing everybody for not listening. Um, Check out my new YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. I'm putting up new clips every week. like those if you like any of those as well check them out like them share my page uh it helps me a lot like i said and check out my uh, website for dates i've got coming up i'm i'm touring all over the country um almost every week i'm in a new city so it's uh, paulfcomedy.com for those dates and um most importantly check out our sponsors hey friends have you been thinking about buying a home in chicago Or are you ready to sell and move on? Or maybe you're in between. You just don't know one or the other. You need someone to help you out? Well, a member of one of the top teams in the city and my good dear friend, Carissa Giancarlo, is here to help you out. She's an amazing agent at Compass Real Estate, and she can help you with all your needs. She rolls out the red carpet for every single one of her clients. And most importantly, she gets them results. She has a ton of experience working with first-time buyers and sellers, and can guide you through every state of the process. It's a stressful thing to do. Trust me, I've been on both sides. She will be an advocate for you. Give her a call anytime. Carissa Giancarlo, 312-488-9615, or email her at carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A, at carissaproperties.com. Trust me, you are in good hands. It's time for Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar. Riding Shotgun as the voice of reason is returning from babyhood. Is that how you say it? Maggie DiPaolo? Yeah. You just had a kid? Comedy maternity, yep. You look great. Thank you. It doesn't look like you uh, had a kid or anything. I don't don't know what that looks like. I appreciate it. It feels like (laughs) it, though. Yeah? Yeah. Well, thanks for coming back and being the voice of reason. You are now like officially more reasonable because you're a parent. I have so much more knowledge to bring to the table. But I don't know if it's going to come in handy in this scene because, uh, in this podcast, but because we have a reasonable person uh, who is a hilarious comedian. We did a show in uh, in Long Beach, California, at the Laugh Factory last week. Uh, Originally from Chicago, but single. Mm-hmm. Lisa Alvarado. Yes, that's how I like to be introduced. Single, but Lisa Alvarado. How is that possible? <laughs> I, I know we talked a little about uh, it. Uh, I think you uh, just got on the apps when I saw you last. Yeah, and I was trying to coach you through how to, what to put and what not to put. Right. What we pictures? At, what yeah. phrases? You were or getting statements. advice from Paul. That's yeah. Why you're still Aren't single. you single? I am single. Okay. But I'm really good at at, at uh, the apps and what. Because from a guy's perspective, I can see what people are looking for and okay. uh, and what people are looking at and what are like red red flags. And in your situation, 
you're you have a lot of stuff that you're like okay you have to worry about um safety obviously right you're in la there's a lot of crazy people too um and you're also looking for a serious relationship yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. so what wh- why uh d- have you were you married before uh tell us tell us toughie. What, what brings you to the podcast <laughs> Uh, well, I was married for about four months, so, okay. so that was fun. Um, and that was in my twenties. You know, he just he really didn't want to be married, and I did one of the stupid girl ultimatum: if you don't want to marry right. me and have my kids, then I'm out. So he's like, "All right, so if I marry you, this is what another year or two of commitment." So it didn't work out at all. Like I just never should have said that. How long that. were you together before the marriage performance? Well, like two and a half years. Okay. And I already had a seven-year-old at that time. Cause Se- with a separate father. Yeah. So different guy. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was pregnant in my teens. So it was just like, I, oh, wow. you know, if my, if my, your kid's seven and you're going to have another one, you want to have them close. Like, to close. Yeah. 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 And so after that relationship failed, I grab my kid and move to LA. Cause I'm like, I'm going to do everything I ever wanted to. So, you know, I mean, it ended up working out, but yeah, there wasn't the dating apps back then. It wasn't, no, no you mm-hmm. just kind of were, I met him at a bar, yeah. you know, in Chicago, uh, in the, I think it was Schomburg. Oh no. Oh, no. Yeah. Was it the Is living that, room? No, no. <laughs> no, but I used to go to 34s. <laughs> oh, 30, no. I don't remember that. I That's Walter Payne's place, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was before my time, but I do remember the living room because I was, <laughs> I used to sneak into that club. Yep. It was like the hottest spot in the suburbs. Yeah. There was like oh, yeah, lines yeah. out the door. Yep. And then you get in and you'd be like, why the fuck was I waiting an hour for this? Place? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. We but had was zero gravity. Was that still around? Zero gravity. Yeah. No. That was an, that was an all ages place, right? I don't know. It was where it was the only <laughs> club in the suburbs I knew about. Sebastian talks about the living room in his book. Oh, uh, it does. And I was he? like, oh, God. Like, oh, my gosh. He's, a yeah, he's from there. Me. Yeah, yeah. But he used to go there. That's like his crowd. That was his brand. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was talking to, that's like the place, like I picture him and like Brett Ernst and all those guys. Oh, oh for sure. Like, it was those guys. <laughs> they went to yep. dance. He they went to about dance. It. They were like, not Z Cavaricis, but like whatever was right after that. Right. Yeah. Italians, mm-hmm. whatever. So you met this guy at 34s, got mm-hmm. married. Got divorced. Yeah. And then moved to L.A. Uh, yes. What happened there? Did you meet other... Were you in serious relationships yeah, there? Yeah, even after that, I was in... Yeah, I'd say at least three serious relationships. One, I almost got married. But once my son hit a point where he was older, I didn't want to have kids anymore. And that is really tough. Because if when you're in your 30s and then you meet some guy that's like done playing... They're like, all right, let's settle down and have a baby. I'm like, no, my kid's a teenager, buddy. Right. I'm done. You don't want to have another kid. You're like, no, no, especially doing stand-up comedy for a living and traveling. Mm -hmm. It was so hard just with my son and doing it alone that there's just no way I was going to bring another kid in this world and try to do stand-up. Were you, uh, the relationship that you did have, you said there were, you had a few that were serious. Mm -hmm. How long were those? Um, well, the one that I was engaged in, who was six years, a little over six years. And that's um, a long time. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm like a serial monogamist, I guess you what call What was the it. last one that you were in? That was, uh, a, it was a couple years ago. Okay. And that one was for about five years. Five years? I know. Wow. What am I doing? So, do you want to get married again? Uh, is that a trick question? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm serious. Do you have a ring? Um, I do. Okay. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but I'm so, 
I think at my age, I'm, I'm so much more patient because I don't need it at all. Like I don't need a dudes. I'm really kind of slow to get into a full on commitment. You said someone. you said you wanted to be in a serious relationship, and it sounds yeah. like these last three relationships you have are like six year, five year. And long, I think those yeah. are like yeah. long, but that's like when you outgrow a relationship, right? I mean, I think you've you're not the same person you were right. when you started that relationship. I assume, right? Um, I think the six year relationship. The problem is that he wanted to have kids, and I didn't. And he would keep saying, oh, well, you know what? You're right. You have your son and then eventually he'll have kids and we'll be grandparents. Yeah. And he would change his mind back and forth, back and forth constantly. So he kept me like hooked by lying. You know, I think he had good intentions. I don't think he was he didn't trying. Want to lose you. He didn't want to lose me, but he also couldn't stop the thought of having kids. Right. So that that's what broke us up ultimately. And then the next guy had kids. The five-year one? Yeah, and he had kids in a different state. So it was great for me because... I don't have to see them. I mean, they were great kids and I sound like a total douche no, saying that, but I just didn't want to raise any other kids because right. my experience was really hard sure. and I kind of wanted to just be done. Um, and so he decided that he was going to go back to the East coast and, you know, just be there for his kids. And I was like, that is what you should do. You should have been I'm a single mom. That. Yeah. You should be doing that. But he saw his kids like a couple times a month. He would fly back okay. and forth. Um, and then he's like, come with me. And I go, Oh, to raise kids. No, (laughs) I love you. You're a great person, but no, I just, the thought of it is, I I feel so bad because you're a new mom, but it's repulsing to me. I'm also a stepmom. It's tough. It's really hard. And there's a, how long is the age gap in between your stepkid and your kid? So there's three step sons and and have a daughter, um, 11, Eight, seven, yeah. And so a there's newborn. a big difference, and Huge my brother difference. and I are seven years apart too. So it's, a, I think that's like that gets bigger and bigger. It's like a different lifestyle, right? Have you, you now? You went from six year, then you went to five year. How much time are you spending in uh, between that time? Between where you're that time, solo, two, three years. Okay, yeah. So why? So I don't just jump right yeah. back in. I, I'm, I, I try to heal like properly, and then I do a ton of work. Usually, I bury myself in either writing and traveling. I think at that time, in between those relationships, I was doing ships, so I was gone a lot. And then, um, and then I quit that, and then I was writing on a show. So then I was in town, and that's when the other relationship, the five year ones, yeah, yeah, are they in the industry too, or is it separate? No, I have a no headshot policy. Good rule. Yeah, that's a, that's a rule to... we we uh, we. Uh, Encourage. Inf- encourage and enforce here at the Singles Only yes. Podcast. Yeah. I don't think you should date other comedians. It's hard not to because I love funny yeah. men. Right. I mean, they just, it's so endearing, but. What happens to you at shows, though? You're probably getting hit on a lot, especially on the cruises and stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but then you, I, I try to look ahead six months and go, yeah. all right, do I want to run into this guy and right. have it be totally awkward? I dated one headliner and I did that early on in my career when I was just starting. I mean, I think I was six months in. So I was like, Oh, this is amazing. He just done 48 hours. You're like, Uh, yeah, it was like, this is like a well-known. And then (laughs) that was the stupidest thing because we broke up like six months later and he was such a jerk. Mm -hmm. And, um, told all these other headliners that all I do is sleep with. I was like, what? 
that you I like to you. Is what? Oh, sleep around. Yeah, like I, I want to yeah. sleep around and get. St- Are you kidding? Did you break me? up with him? Yeah. yeah. He just and broke so, his ego. Yeah. And so he just spread these rumors. And then it was hard to walk into a club because everybody loved him and knew him. And I was a nobody. And even when they're not true and everyone knows that it's still like. Exactly. Lingers. And it's weird when a man says something as a comic, it's all of a sudden a fact. For sure. Because it's Especially like eighty percent men, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when a woman, it's hard enough to get stage time, and then someone thinks you're a slut walking in. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a single. I'm a good person. I right. don't know what he's just. It didn't work out. Yeah. So after that, I was like, I'm done. This not gonna date. Smart. Well, what about just on the cruises? So the, like, for those that don't know, you go on a cruise ship as a comedian. You're working. And you're not supposed to interact with mm-hmm. other people, but you can bring someone on sometimes with you as a plus one or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So do you ever just want to be like, you know, you meet someone, you you know, it's not going anywhere, but you're like, hey, this might be a fun little trip because you're alone on those cruises. You right? mean yeah. like a guest on the boat? Yeah, yeah. No. Someone who comes. To the I show. have never done that. Okay. Yeah. What about intermingling with the? The people like because like the love boat, the show. I I didn't do that either because I feel like it's like when you're off the ship. If you get a reputation, those ships are like high school. Everybody knows everybody and they just rotate positions. And a lot of them are in their 20s. So no thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just and then. Well, not the staff, but I mean like uh, like a guest, the guest. A guest. Like well, most people that go on a ship guy. have someone they're there with. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they're, sometimes not. they're not. And I didn't like the doing those ships. I didn't like the the, the single singles ones. weekends oh. things because they were so, creepy. yeah, they were creepy. And then there was like a bunch of 18 year olds trying to drink in, you know, the ocean as they go to Mexico because it's legal. So yeah. as you get on a boat, you can. So they're like kids running around totally hammered. Yeah, it's like a frat and, house. Yes, it's exactly. So I would request not to be on those ships. So what. So you take the two years off in uh-huh. between these two guys, and now this last one, when did that end? Uh, a couple of years ago. Okay. So now you, t- when I talk to you, you're like, you're ready to get into another serious relationship. So you yeah. went on the apps. This is your first mm-hmm. time being on the apps. No, I did it before, but okay. I haven't done it for a while. Okay. Yeah. So what, what is it that attracts you to being in a, in a serious relationship? What is it that you want? Because in your situation, uh-huh. you have the best of both worlds because you have a child. A mm-hmm. lot of people get married to have kids. Right. You have your health and you have mm-hmm. like your freedom. Why yeah. give that up? Um, well, I think if you're in the right relationship, you're not giving up your freedom. Okay. You're, you're finding someone that just accentuates everything that you do and brings that happiness and company. And then you would want to take them on all of these things. Yeah. It's very rare to find a guy that I like and trust enough to take him on gigs on the yeah. road, mm-hmm. like to take him on a tour. It's so hard to find. What were the professions of the guys you dated? Just curious, like, do they handle your hours? Um, and that? No, one was a real estate agent. One was in the most recent one was in finance. Um, just kind of across the, just more like, a, it seems like they're more like finance or business. And I'm Sa- business like, savvy. yeah, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> telling dick jokes but well, that's but, yeah yeah but does that work that. doesn't that work better right it, i mean it does except for if the guy is it's such a weird career difference for a man and a woman because that normally guys like that date the woman that stays at home they make a decent amount of money she raises the kids and i'm like no i gotta go tell some dick jokes i'm around 
50 guys that are going to hit on yeah. me tonight. Right. And you just got to sit there and trust me. Yeah. So for a really lot of guys in that. Yes. And that's, what's hard to find as a dude that's like, no, go do it and be really funny. And I'm proud of you. And also you want a sense of humor too. So a lot of these guys are nerds. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there, I, it's, it depends. I think I'm leaning more nerdy now than I ever have in my whole life, just because there's more substance there. What about like other creatives in different fields, like musicians or something like that? Would that be something that would interest you? Uh, yeah. But as long as their schedule isn't too crazy, like if, if someone's going to be on the road more both, than me, yeah. yeah, and you're both gone, I feel like that is a recipe for disaster because missing each other and then you're both in the industry, I think when one can go with the other one, it's better and there's stability. Yeah, and you're probably looking for somebody that kind of has their shit together right. versus someone that's still performing here and there and right. putting pieces together. It's kind of nice retired. to have somebody... Like right. a, like a Billy Joel type who's older and is already established. <laughs> Billy Joel I don't type. Know. I think I know. he did marry like someone super duper young. Yeah. Yeah. He's already established. He's only going to do the big shows. Yeah. No. No. Not He's Billy not Joel's not your type. No. So no. what are no. the, what are I want your type? Someone what that can they? hike and it's not going to have a heart attack. Yeah. He's not even well. <laughs> exactly. He's okay. He's sober now. I think. I don't know if that's true. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full service law firm. And in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait. Call him 312 648 8800 or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let them know we sent you. So what what are the types of guys? It sounds like these are finance guys. Who are you swiping on on these on these apps? I don't know. Someone that doesn't live with their mom at this point <laughs> and that or another roommate. Exactly. Or just that doesn't have a ton. It's hard. I'm looking at because I'm on Hinge and a lot of the guys on there have kids mm -hmm. in their profile pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you well, know, how are you going to find a guy who doesn't have kids like in in a certain age demo? There's there's a small percentage are, of men that don't. I don't. But I'm also there's like red flags galore. Yeah. So like I think it's almost worse if they're, you know, in their late 30s or 40s and they haven't had kids. No. Do you or, have like an age preference? Uh, like what's your 40s range? would be great. Late 30s. I feel like there's 40s. a lot of people in L.A. that guys that don't have kids that 40s. are not in the. So. But what I'm saying is that there's, you don't want to, the, the headshot, no headshot policy, right. right? So you have that, you've eliminated that rightfully so. Yeah. But I think the thing about kids is you're limiting your pool a little more because the only people who haven't had kids at that age are fucking Peter Artists. Pan syndrome guys like me right. who are like not ready to be in a serious relationship. Right. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. Or if the guy is... Um, he has kids, but they're grown. Like my son oh, is in college. Okay. Great. 
Okay, that I makes can, sense. That that is phenomenal because he's maybe they're divorced. Yeah, and the and he he's experienced at having that sacrifice that is required to raise kids. So it gives them this empathy thing that you can't like you just have to experience it to get that with men. And right. I feel like it boosts their maturity level by double once they've had them. But um, so. If a guy has a child who's uh-huh. like, let's say, 10 or 12 years old, yeah. why is that bad? Because he's going to only see them, you know, once every other week or once a week. So you have all that time. And then plus, you also have your freedom yeah. those weeks. I mean, okay, I think so that, that that just happened. I met a guy on Hinge, went out with him, and he said that his daughter, I believe, was 12 and I'm like, okay, six more years till she's out. Yeah. You know? Like that's, I do the math. That's right. the first thing, which is so sad. But um, he's, he has her, the way things happen now, it's not that dads have them just weekends or like every other week. and every other weekend. No, it's like they have them Weird half yeah. time. Yeah. So he has them her one week and then the ex has her the next week. Mm-hmm. So that's it's one 50, full 50. week that I don't see this guy. And why is that? Or you bad? go to like because I don't mix kids and no, me. no, no. I'm saying like why is it bad that like you get that week with you want to see this person because that it's often? on his schedule constantly. Oh, okay, you know what yeah, I mean. Like sense. if I have a gig and I'm out of town and then he has the kid, it then could be two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and it, it it's not my choice. It's it's tough. My world and it's revolves. also right from experience. Like you're, it, it, this is terrible to say, but they're in like another relationship, mm-hmm. like. Their schedule is, you know, depending on kids and games and sports and appointments. You're already dealing with an ex, which is difficult no matter how confident you are. So I get it. The scheduling's hard. Yeah. Um, Because you're saying, how cool would that be to have a week off? Yeah. But But then you want to do something and you can't because (laughs) he has her and he feels guilty leaving her. And then you're just like caught up in all of it. Right. It's a lot. Right. How soon when you were dating your husband, how soon did you into it? Did you meet the kids? So I met them probably like six months after we were dating. Mm -hmm. They were young though at the time we've been Mm -hmm. together um, almost five years. So yeah, but I think I knew I was going to marry him pretty early and we were pretty committed to like, if we're doing this, then we're going to go all the the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's hard. There's no playbook. Like yeah. on how to go about that. Exactly. What, uh, so you, this guy that you met on Hinge or, or dating, mm-hmm. was it just one date and you're like, I'm out? It was two dates and then, and then he went away, uh, cause he had a vacation plan and then it happened. He had, as soon as he got back, he had his daughter for a week. So the communication was just kind of dwindling at that mm-hmm. point. And then I, I just, was like, do I want to deal with that? But I didn't break it off. I just, he did the ghosting thing. And I was like, that's hilarious. You got a kid, you got this whole thing. Right. And you're ghosting me. Well, he might've been just like, not that I'm being a diva. It's just like, you're the one that was really pursuing me. Right. And probably realized that (laughs) it was, he was screwing it up or like you probably, yeah. Expressed frustration. He's like, I don't want to screw this up. Yeah. Or I was like, or, I, I'm not looking to just have a yeah. frivolous relationship. And maybe he was because he has so much responsibility. Have you had weird situations like that where people, guys said they're like, they're looking for something serious and then you go out and they're like, just trying to get laid. Um, especially yeah, I have a, and this is weird. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this on the podcast. I have a no kissing on the first date policy. No oh, okay. kissing. Never. Okay. No. Why is that? Um, 
for that exact reason, because I want to see if they're full of shit. Yeah. And I feel like, and you're super hot. So I'm sure you get it. Oh my gosh, guys come on to me so strongly physically. So if they know they're not going to get anything, they'll either work on their personality or go, I, she's so interesting to me that I'll wait a date for a kiss. I, she is so great. Like I'm, I'm, I like her so much more than just physical stuff. I want to try this. Yeah. Like if he's going to put in that kind of effort, it's, I'm looking for long-term. If I was not looking for long-term, who knows what'll happen on, you know what I'm saying? But you, I feel like so many of my girlfriends, I hear this whole story of, oh my gosh, it was our third date. You know, we had sex. I've never heard from him again. I'm like, yeah. Why do you think that? Also playing devil's advocate. If there's like, if you create those rules, which I I think it makes Mm -hmm. sense, but just to play the devil's advocate, then the guy knows he just has to play his card. If he is a player, yeah, like I'll just get to the just, second date. He'll just get to the second date, and then he's uh-huh. gonna. When when women create those rules of uh-huh. like you know three date rule yeah. or whatever, then guys just work around it. Yeah, and but then there's it's a no game guarantee. in and of itself. But there's no guarantee that the, the last guy that I had a five year relationship with, I didn't kiss him till the fourth date mm-hmm. because I wasn't sure that I was really into right. it and mm-hmm. that he shared the same values. And then once we got to that fourth date and I'm like, this is a really quality person. And he won me over with mm-hmm. like his, just who he was. What if he was like a horrible kisser though? You've already wasted four days. <laughs> but have I? I mean, I had fun. Yeah. That's it true. depends on you, what you put your value you're in. Also if it's physical, assuming then you're having a different. good time. So you're going on these yes, other dates. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like we're laughing. I mean, to the point right. where I'm crying and we're having great dinners, great conversation. That to me is valuable because a guy who's a kick-ass kisser, could be totally horrible in every other department. Ass, yeah. And then you're like, nah. Then you get clout your your judgment gets clouded too. Exactly. And so like, does his. Because right. they just look forward to the physical stuff to fill out everything else that they're missing. Mm-hmm. So I think in my twenties maybe that was more important, but now I'm like too old for this shit. Do you have on your profile? <laughs> I'll show curious, you how to kiss. Yeah, right. Um do you have on your profile that you're a comedian or that you're I don't. I'm just I curious don't. You know why? It. Because it's super creepy. Because they can find you. Guys find me and they they Google me and they watch my sets online and then like some guys oh, would. No. One guy actually, when we ex- finally exchanged numbers, he started quoting my own material to me on Stop the phone. Right now, that happened twice, and I j- I took it down. I'm like I'm now I just put writer because I, you can't yeah. like this guy. And I also for social media, I put where I'm performing. Because obviously we have to sell tickets. Sure. Oh, and these show guys up. show up. Yeah, no. that's like creepy. creepy dudes, and I'm always having to get walked to my car, and yeah. then they're not really there for yeah. comedy, so they're creepy staring at you, and then I get really self conscious on stage. Yeah, you can't uh. have that. But at the same time, I know female comics that are cute, and that you know they put like their Instagram or whatever on their thing, and they get thousands and thousands of right. followers. Of dudes that just want to go out with them, yeah. but then now they're building it's their like social, social media, media up, yeah. and I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't there's know. something to be said to that too. I mean, I, yes, and I don't think it's a bad thing. But I'm, you're in a different stage in your life, but I, you it makes a me a little nervous. Yeah. For me, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't want. You're be. also a mom. Like, yes, exactly. It, there's it something changes, yeah. like. Yeah, I'm I'm old school about that. I don't care about the followers. It's more about being Safety. secure and safe mm-hmm. and comfortable. Yeah. Some people, like the younger gals, I don't think care as much or guys, but so, but when you sit down to, to meet on the first date and they find out you're a comedian, do you, or 
men like okay be funny or like how do you I don't tell them I don't usually Even tell on the them first date? unless I really like them unless there's gonna be a second date otherwise there's why am I gonna waste so my time so what do you say like so what do you do you're just like none of your I'm a writer oh, okay. and that's true and I was writing on a yeah. tv show for three right. years so I don't feel like I'm lying I yeah. still write jokes for other people now so what right I'm, yeah. I am a writer that's good yeah and I'm doing a documentary I'm writing that so I'm a writer cool what kind of writer? Comedy writer. Right. <laughs> you know, so um, if if I connect with them on a deeper level, then I'll tell them. Um, See, all, every, all the reasoning you have for what uh-huh. you do makes 100% sense. But on the flip side of that, yeah. when people are, your situation makes sense. But when women that I've met are uh-huh. so private about their yeah. stuff, uh-huh. after they know me a little bit, like, okay, look, I'm not a creep. I, my information's public. Right. I'm like, you can Google me so you like, know. Will you subscribe while we're sitting I'm like, while we're here, yeah. subscribe to my page. <laughs> but, uh, but what I'm saying is then there's also a turnoff level too. Where And, and it, do you express to them why you're private? Because maybe that might help open the yeah. doors a little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, and I think that there have been people that are turned off. They're like, what is she hiding? Is she some sort of serial killer? Is right. she, well, you're probably not you know, like saying, I'm being, I'm going to be private. You're just wording it differently. Yeah. When they're like, well, where do you How go you for s- work? Yeah. And I'm like. Mm. Well, I had a situation <laughs> once where a woman wasn't giving me information. Right. So I'm like, okay, you know, I could just look up your name on Facebook and figure out who you are. And then I found her and then I like found information about her. And then I, to not be secretive about it, I'm like, okay, now I know who you are. You're normal. I added her. I said, I added her as a friend. Oh my gosh. And then I told her, I go, hey, just so you know, I looked you up because I've had bad experiences on here yeah. where people say they're someone and and someone what mess, messed with me once and said they were someone to just fuck with me for an ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and then she got all mixed like how dare you do that i'm like i didn't I didn't hide it from you. I added you as a friend to prove that you know i'm not that crazy. happened to me too on facebook or and on like linkedin deleted. No, I like, so I matched with her on, this was years ago. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> I think it was me. No, it was a girl <laughs> like I re- I'll never bitch. forget because now I'm like afraid that I'm going to run into her because she went off and I was like, she's like, I don't really feel comfortable telling you all this. So I'm like, listen, you already know everything about me, obviously, because she looked up my stuff. I'm like, it's not fair that I don't know right. who you are. And so I went on Facebook. I figured out, like, let's say her name was Bridget. I'm like, okay, Bridget. And then I, like, looked up all the people. You found her, yeah. I found her. That's and crazy. And I looked up her stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, so you're an accountant or whatever. And then she got, like, mad. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you have to understand, like, it works both ways. Like, I'm also scared of who you are. And I don't want to waste my time. And what's right. the big deal? You're an accountant. That's the name of that well, no, cult. but my point is that, well, yeah. she wasn't an accountant. My point is that, like, a lot of guys a lot of quality guys are going to be um, hesitant because they, on yeah. our perspective, we're like, is it true? Cause you have this, yeah. um, you're, you're beautiful. You are, you're no, probably thanks. being funny on, mm-hmm. on your, your uh, discussions. And like, is this real or is this bullshit? You know? Right. So that's why people might be like hesitant unless you t- express. Well, and them. I feel like they, if they really like, me as a person, they're, they're a little willing to be a little more patient. I mean, right. obviously, um, being a woman, you have to be a little more concerned. Of course. And that, that's just on the dating front period at all. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in that they can find you at your work right. in the evening. It's at public one in the morning, and heckle right. you or wait for exactly. You. Like or just stalk you. It's like being a bartender with even less security. Cause yeah. you don't have a bouncer. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I think it makes sense. A normal dude, if you just say, "Hey, I've had some bad experiences, like right. guys showing up at my work. This is why. Just give me a couple dates, and I'll just tell you whatever you need to know." Profile. And I do tell them some things. Um, like about my son, I don't hide that sort of thing because I think that that's like, you should know that about me that, but my job, the details of my job, unless it's something that would harm them or that like I'm in something that would, you know, maybe like pornography or something where like you have to worry about that sort of thing. But if, if what I do is like my hours are different and I'm still committed kind of person, just give me a minute and I'll open up. Yeah. So I think the right person will be um, patient. And the guy that's just looking for right now, right here is not. And I'm good with that. No, but do you say that in your profile that like, um, I'm very private about stuff for safety reasons or when you start talking to somebody? No, not in my profile. I try to be funny on my profile and I, because that's my personality. So, um, but I do tell them if I like them, it's just that most guys don't make it past the first date. So I don't care. What do you do it? on most first dates? <laughs> yeah, it sounds what, like, it sounds what like is an happening asshole. on these first dates? Yeah. Oh, like, I'm just picky. Next. Yeah. So you go out with them. How do you end? How do you just? Do you just say I got to go, or what, how do you um, get out of these? Dates? I think I think both happens. Like, what they, are you doing? First of all, what's the standard? Usually, Lisa like date? a drink. Okay. Yeah. So you go to a bar. Yeah. Meet for a drink. Yeah. You get there. Like a 10 very minutes mellow in. place. What's? Give us an example of one where you're like, I got to get out. What was one recent time uh, first date guy didn't make it? Oh yeah. Um, Without we names. were, yeah, no, I don't even remember his name. Um, so we, we actually ended up getting food too, but he just was, he was in the business. Um, and he was, in a, the bu- yeah, he was a director, Oh, but he wasn't a comic gotcha. or anything like that. So, um, and it was in LA and he just, the, the whole time was talking about himself. Every time uh, he asked me a question it went okay. back to him. Right. So even if he was like, do you like the color blue? And I was like, yeah, actually, it's the first color. And he's like, yeah. So when my friend discovered the color blue, oh, blah, 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 no. blah, blah. Right. And then I know Sean himself. Penn and yeah, I know yeah. this person. And I, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Are there so and, then I, and then I got so quiet where I was like, I'm done. And then he goes, you haven't spoken in like a little, like you're not right. really talking. Are you having fun? And I go, do you, you know, really want to know? Because I'll tell you, I've... Yeah, you're you're asking me, and I'm super honest. So I'll tell you. Um, I said, you know, I haven't said anything is because every you're time I talking. tried to, you've talked over me and cut me off. And I said, good for you. And so I just feel like that's kind of rude. You're just not right. a very good listener. And then um, <clears throat> he was just uh, when you tell so someone in a nice way what the problem is, and they don't accept it. That's number two for me. Yeah, and that's how I can tell. I'll either see apologize. you again. He never owned it. He goes, well, when you said this, I was just trying to yes and what you were saying by telling you the story oh, no. about the blah, blah, blah. Oh. And so got his voice elevated and he got really defensive. Oh, wow. Right away. And I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're good. We're done here. Yeah, we're Check, good. Please. Like it was oh. really nice meeting you and thanks for coming like out. Thanks for the glass of like, wine. I'm so sorry. I'm nervous. Yes. See, or, if someone that's willing to learn yeah. and, and go, oh man, I was nervous and I just. Right. Like sure. own it and be normal. I was excited about what you were saying or, or, okay, can you talk for a little while or, you know, just own it and say, okay, Make that's a good funny. note. How yeah, long stop. into the, the date did you have to. That was about get... 45 minutes oh, in. That's a long time. Yeah. And initially it was a little kind of give and take and there were, 
conversation. And then I just noticed more and more because initially I'll try. I won't just give up. So when he would cut me off, I would wait till he'd finish his sentence or two or whatever his story. And then I'd go back to what I was saying just to kind of give him a clue. Yes, I was totally guys are most dudes do not know how to communicate. Well, I think that comes from like the parents and the fathers not teaching their sons and we can go on another (laughs) podcast for that. But so I tend to be very honest and upfront because why waste his time? Right. Right. You know what I mean? And And, your time. And, and even if he's, if he's going to take it and have really great attitude about it, then I know I can tell him about stuff. And I know at the same time, if I do something that's making him uncomfortable, he might be more apt to go, Hey, that wasn't cool with me. Like that hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. or but you know, I'm uncomfortable with this. And if you could not do that, if we can have those kinds of conversations, you can get through so much stuff, but if they can't take your truth and you're not calling them anything and you're not, you know, raising your voice, you're not demeaning in the way that you speak. If you are, I can see someone being defensive because I would be defensive, but I don't do that. So I think you're a really thoughtful dater. Like, it seems like you know oh, what you're doing. Thanks. How to, how to qualify right out of the gate. Well, and I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have said anything like, and then just called my friend and made fun of him the whole ride home. Yeah. Like, you're, it's impressive. It's mature. Well, I feel like if I don't do that, if I don't give someone the opportunity, because I would want them to give me an opportunity. Right. You know, because I might come off like, oh, she's got rules and you know, she doesn't want to kiss. She doesn't want this. She doesn't want kids. Do you tell them the no kissing policy on the first one? Only if I feel like they're really going to go in for it or sometimes on the phone, like when you talk to someone. Just so you know, we're going out, but I'm not. Just, I I just, I just want them to, especially if they're texting you and they're saying things like, I can't wait to make out or something like that. I'm Uh, like, you need to know. Before they meet you? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know if I could go LA is. It's crazy. No holds barred. Yeah. It's, that's tame. (laughs) So you mentioned talking on the phone before. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but how, so do you, is the texting versus phone calls 50, 50 or do you, I didn't think people still talked on the phone. Didn't you say that you only text? Uh, I'll, I I talk to people. I like to talk before I meet up with them or a lot of texting. Millennials most do not talk on the phone. I know they don't talk on the phone to begin with, but Mm -hmm. You can get a lot more of information if you get, like, I'll always try to call. And if they're really weird, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I mean, but you can again, sense that. But there's also people, there's a lot of people who are nervous, too. There's a lot of nerves, like your situation. Right. The guy, if he apologized, I'd be like, OK, he was just nervous because yeah. guys, a lot of times, especially if you're kind of standoffish or being private about stuff, they're going to talk to try to loosen you right. up right. Uh, to, to open up. But that guy just sounded like a douche. You shouldn't go out with Harvey Weinstein. But um, <laughs> again, <laughs> again, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it all makes sense. I, I, uh, I, I'm learning a lot too as to why people do that on their Hinge profiles. But do you have any pictures of you with all like skiing? That's the one rule I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pass. Ski- on. No, I'm Latino. Women who, we don't ski. <laughs> there's only like five pictures you can take on Hinge, and then women who put a picture of them skiing, I'm like, what's the point of this? Because like, you can't see their face, right? It's like. Here, I'm going to put on all the clothes I own and then I'm going to take a picture like that's yeah. You're just giving people the just wrong to show that they're like outdoors. No, they're just they're insecure too. wait a second. You know what? I can't stand about guys, guys pictures. Too. Oh, no more pictures with a fucking fish. Could you just stop doing fish? that? Oh, fishing. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. They have the big ass fish in their hands. Can, no. Oh, right, right, right. Don't, like, why? 
no woman on planet Earth is like, no. oh, he is going to father so my hot. children. Look at this guy. Look at that what bass. A bass. <laughs> what a catch. Sweet bass. And you know, it was like one time at like a guy's weekend. He's not like a fisherman. Maybe he is. Yeah. And but even if he was, why would it matter? dude, nice try, no woman Dave. gives a shit. Put that in your house. Send that to your dudes. Don't put it on a profile. No one, Agreed. no one that cares. That is good. I also don't love um, the the selfie bathroom. No, yes. that, no that's shirt. that's an that's, that's a, in my bit. Absolute yeah. no. But um, the the wedding cutout where you've clearly cut yes. out someone else. That's in my <laughs> that's one, in my act as well. Your one, you know, yep. like dudes cutting out the best woman. Man. We uh we are out of time. Well over time, Lisa. Where can people find out more about you other than on Hinge? Uh, Instagram, Lisa Alvarado, all A's, comedian. Lisa Alvarado, comedian, and LisaAlvarado.com for my shows. Thank you so awesome. much, Lisa, for yes. coming on. We're definitely going to have to get you back on uh, when I'm back in January. I want to hear the follow-up, see what happens. Yes. Uh, Maggie, thanks for joining us yeah. on another this edition of Singles Only. And thank you all for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Check out our sponsors. Give us a review and email us. If we're asking questions or we're not asking questions you think we should ask, let us know.